Act Five, Scene One of the Priest and His Disciples by Karata Hyakuzo, translated by Glenn William Shaw, eighteen eighty six to nineteen sixty one. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Act Five, Scene One. Persons in the Scene: Yuyen, Six Priests, and Acolyte. The Main Hall a vast room full of great round pillars back centre an altar to right and left sliding doors designed in antique elegance candle offerings blaze in the light dishes a surrounding passage it connects with the living quarters and the holy of holies hanging in the side gallery a bell it is an evening late in spring one month after the events in act four six priests sit before the altar chanting a vesper service sutra they are nearly done priests chanting together shakamuni butso no ijinan keushiji no oshaba kokudo go joku akse ko joku ken joku bono joku shujo joku myochu joku toku anokutara san myaku san bodai isho shujo setsu ze isai seken nan shin shiho sharihotsu to chiga ogo joku akse gyo shi nanji toku anokutara san myaku san bodai i isai seken setsu shi nan shin shi ho ze ijinan butsu setsu shi kyo i shari hotsu kyushu biku isai second tenin ashura tomon butsu shosetsu kanki shinju sarai niko bell busetsu amida kyo bell first priest namu amida butsu priest together namu amida butsu namu amida butsu namu amida butsu note this is the end of the sutra called the amida kyo for the purposes of the play it is more effective in the japanese than in english abounding in sinico japanese derived from the ancient kingdom of wu and in religious terms borrowed from the sanskrit it is not when recited wholly intelligible to the average japanese layman it may be rendered into english as follows sakyamuni the buddha accomplished the most difficult and rare thing in this world in this evil life of the five impurities the impurity of time disintegration the impurity of self-discrimination the impurity of the passions the impurity of life degeneration and the impurity of slaughter for self-preservation he attained enlightenment for the sake of all living creatures he preached this doctrine heart of belief to all the people in the world Sharihotsu you surely know that i in this world of the five impurities did this difficult thing and reached enlightenment and for the sake of all the world i preached this law most difficult to believe since it is very hard to understand i delivered this sutra sharihotsu and all the brethren all the people in the world the angels and the demons heard what the buddha taught and they were filled with joy and believed and bowing low they retired bell the amida sutra the teaching of buddha bell End note. they repeat this invocation several times then all bow in adoration and become silent standing up they go in silence to right and left 
opening the sliding doors and going out the stage is deserted for a moment enter an acolyte he rings the evening bell this takes two minutes he goes out without a word enter yuien pale and with bloodshot eyes yuien the service seems to be over sighs the clear sound of wooden clappers is heard ah listens the clappers are being struck for supper in the living quarters falls down before the altar ah peace has fled from my soul quiet that calm and harmonious soul of mine where can it have fled how peaceful it was as i knelt before this sutra stand alone in this hall and offered up my prayer each evening what can have happened to my spirit which was softly fragrant as the smoke of incense rising from that censer i protected that quiet as if folding it in my narrow bosom with my arms pauses of late how foolish i've been my heart's always stirred up and hungry how many sleepless nights i've passed with my soul in disorder i'm tending to neglect even the morning and evening services my soul's in restless confusion just like a stray dog yes to-day the mistress at the matsunoya tauntingly called me a stray dog trembles she said that a hungry-faced man who feared the eyes of others and would come sneaking in at the back entrance was like a homeless dog oh i was standing timidly at the back door dressed in this black robe and all red in the face though insulted not able to say a word my miserable form must have looked even like a dog's even like a begging dog's weeps enter three priests yuien hides his tears rises and makes as if to go first priest yuien dono yuien yes stand still first priest i want to talk to you a moment please wait second priest we've been waiting for you to come third priest just sit down the three priests sit down yuien sitting down in fear have you some business with me you're so formal first priest in truth there's a matter about which we would inquire looks at yuien's face what's wrong with you your colour's terrible second priest your eyes are bloodshot yuien sits dumb third priest where have you been to-day yuien to kiyamachi it took me long first priest where in kiyamachi yuien does not answer second priest you've neglected the temple services repeatedly yuien i'm sorry tears come into his eyes third priest you must take care fourth priest though you're still young second priest no especially when young one should be full of devotion when young we studied with all our might getting up before sunrise in the morning we sat in quiet meditation and strengthened our souls till breakfast at night we studied the sutras till late and sometimes we didn't know when the moon hung in the daybreak sky we never thought of such a thing as neglecting the services third priest because anyhow we had different aims than the young disciples of this day it's truly matter for regret that this habit of negligence has grown up in this way that one who wears the black garb should think of a woman ah there i've said it at last first priest nay we must say what should be said though we've been silent till to-day it's no good for you Yandono, if we let the matter go indefinitely first of all it's a pollution of the law speaks more intensely yuien dono to-day you were at the matsunoya in kiyamachi weren't you second priest and with a harlot called kaede or some such name yuien preserves silence third priest we know everything all your frequent leaves when you said you were going to visit the rokakudo 
or the grave at kurodani were for the purpose of meeting that woman secretly weren't they yuien i'm sorry i'm sorry second priest i've long thought that your manner was strange nay now there's not a disciple who's not aware of it whenever there are three together they whisper about you third priest the younger disciples are envious of you you see though we old men don't mind as i passed through the waiting-room the other day i overheard them saying that yuien dono was a lucky man being with peculiar emphasis the favourite disciple of the superior and the beloved of a beautiful woman second priest chaffingly they say behind your back that you're the major general in black yuien biting his lip are you making game of me second priest no people say that becomes serious if the superior says nothing you must restrain yourself the more i think it's not right to take advantage of his gentleness and do as you like third priest if it were a gentlewoman it might not be so bad but that you should concern yourself with a low-down harlot a priest it's shameful yuien though she's a harlot she's a pure-hearted woman second priest exchanging glances with third priest you're deceived the proverb says there's no truth in a courtesan what a harlot says is not to be relied upon yuien but she just she is not such a woman i rather fear lest i may harm her third priest what you're still young aren't you nothing so easy as to deceive you she has only to put a hand on your knee and let fall a tear that's all yuien i believe in her second priest what though she should really feel some interest in you i should say it would be but curiosity in a young priest you see for you're good-looking you know yuien it's no such light thing we're bitterly in earnest every time we meet we cry when we two are together the tears come naturally third priest i'm surprised to hear that you're in earnest that you're sincere in whoring a priest nay but i'm completely astonished at the young priests of this day yuien i don't treat her as a harlot i treat her as a maiden nor does she think of herself as being purchased by me second priest if she's a maiden she must be a very whimsical sort a chinese book says she sees off the guest from wu in the morning in the evening welcomes the guest from yue think she has scores of other guests among them there are doubtless men richer than you distinguished in great merchant princes and warriors for her to pass over these men and give her heart especially to you you must have something to attract her but though it's rude to say so you're still a young probationer and have no money on the whole there's no quality in priests to make women love them eh hey, suppose you think it over men are self-conceited when it comes to women you know don't take it in bad part you're much excited but even as we talk like this that woman may be in the embrace of another man yuien ah that i should have that said to me excitedly i know very well that i'm worthless moreover i know perfectly that her body's contaminated but i can't doubt that her heart's truly mine third priest and your heart's also hers i dare say with a smile on his lips tens of millions of young men have said the same thing through the ages and when they had repented it was already all over with them so the superior man avoids danger from the outset a man of wisdom enjoys the charms of women within a limited circle in which his bodily safety is secure in your case you're about to plunge bodily into the danger without armour shall i call it foolish or childish 
Anyhow, playing with women's more dangerous than playing with fire. Yuien. But aren't all things dangerous that are done in real earnest? The superior has said that truth is gained only when one meets with experiences in the flesh. He's even said that faith itself may be called one kind of adventure. Third priest. For shame, Yuien Dono, assumes a harsh tone. Do you think whoring and faith all one? Second priest. It's impudent to try to cover your misconduct with the name of the superior. Really, the superior overestimates you. You've been spoiled by his love. Third priest. You're infatuated with a woman whose antecedents aren't known and neglect your service to Buddha. Moreover, with this and that, you craftily defend yourself. To tell the truth, you ought simply to confess your fault and apologize. When we were young, anybody guilty of such conduct would have been considered a stain on the temple and straightway driven out. Second priest. Isn't it absurd to believe the words of a low-down harlot? There's a limit even to foolishness. Don't you just about understand? There, the people commonly say, turning the other way and sticking out the tongue, though such words are not too elegant. Yuen, getting angry. You despise the heart of a girl too much. Moreover, isn't it too great a generalization to think a man noble because he's a priest and a woman ignoble because she's a harlot? There's impurity even in the heart of a priest. There's purity even in the heart of a harlot. She can love purely. It's not right, I think, to suspect a person of being bad from the first when you don't know what sort she is. A man becomes serious when he gives all his mind to one thing. I've just heard what you had to say, and I felt that you have no sober ideas about women. Isn't it that sort of thinking that's made women evil? Third priest. Do you mean to preach to us? Smiles cynically. Yuien beside himself. You don't love me. From the first, I felt just as if my heart was stiff from contact with the chilly atmosphere. You don't love me. With tears in his eyes. A moment ago, when you used the word sticking out the tongue, a mean expression came about your mouth. When she said she was unclean, and with tears in her eyes and her hands clasped, confessed her shame and apologized, she made me feel her saintliness. To speak truth, she's recently become a pious woman. Sometimes I even think I'm blessed when bathed in the light of her pure religious feelings. Second priest. You'd better worship her instead of Buddha. Yuien, standing up. I'll take my leave. Starts to go. Third priest, shouting. Do as you like. First priest, checking him. Don't be rough. Yuien, Dono, just wait a moment, please. Yuien, sitting down. I'm wretched. Tears come to his eyes. First priest. Don't you think that what you're doing is wrong? Yuien, I don't think it's so bad as you say. First priest. Then why do you lie and go out? Yuien makes no answer. After all, there's something wrong. Though since you're young, it's not unnatural, I think. And I don't speak severely. But you'd better consider a little for it affects the deportment of the other young disciples. Yuien, it's been very wrong of me to tell lies and go out. It's been wrong of me not to confess frankly to the superior. My heart's always accused me. First priest, did you say to confess frankly to the superior? Yuien, yes, without the least concealment. First priest, you have grand ideas, don't you? Second priest, there's a limit even to audaciousness. Third priest, there's no telling how angry he'd be. Yuien. But the superior hasn't said that we mustn't love. Second priest. It's surely not likely he told you to love a harlot. Yuien. 
but he said it was wrong to despise one because she is a harlot first priest though our sect doesn't hate marriage that refers to men and women who marry in the proper way not illicit intercourse between the sexes especially you must know i think whether it's good or bad to dally in secret with a harlot yuien it was quite wrong for me to go to her secretly i acknowledge it i won't offend again please forgive me these days i'm always thinking but i'm always in doubt about what relations between men and women are the truest sometimes i even wonder if the illicit sort may not really be the truest second priest i'm surprised at you yuien i mean to marry her third priest that harlot yuien yes we've exchanged fast vows second priest i'm astonished that you should say such a thing soberly first priest have you considered well yuien yes so well that i haven't been able to sleep nights second priest and you say the result is your arrival at this decision do you at this sensual decision i'm surprised i'm ashamed aren't you bewitched by something third priest it's apostasy it's dreadful pauses this is surely the temptation of the devil yuien sighs first priest yuien dono i'll not go on repeating forever for i know your undeviating character i believe i've always loved you i'll speak just once more please think calmly and composedly you're excited since love blinds even the eyes of wise men i can't but think for the temple and the law besides i must take into consideration hundreds of young disciples that flock of sheep easily led astray i understand the heart of youth i don't think it unnatural that you should find women lovely for that matter there would be no trouble about your making a suitable maiden of good family your wife well, fortunately this sect doesn't condemn matrimony i have in mind a suitable person but it's outside all reason to marry a harlot of unknown antecedents in these days the public's clamorously condemning the doctrine of resignation of our sect saying that it tolerates evil conduct if at such a time the young people who waits upon the superior should marry a harlot it would become a pretext for an attack upon us by the enemies of buddha the devotion of the young disciples would be dulled usually you're quick you must see the reason in this if you don't change your mind i won't have you in this temple or else i shall leave myself but probably you'll give up your idea and not occasion me that pain i'm convinced i love you you see don't you yuien dono no doubt you're excited now you'll probably decide to give her up please give her up altogether and hello you're crying second priest you're not a woman are you third priest no he must have given her up so he may feel bad yuien i can't give her up i've already thought it all out i've considered the temple the law and the other disciples but i can't desert her she's without guilt i can find no reason for deserting her i can't possibly think that love's bad if it's bad why do tears and thankfulness go along with its emotions my heart of love for her is filled with sincerity love flows shining through my breast warm gladness drenches all my body i feel that now indeed i live ah if you only knew how truly we love each other i want to live cherishing the longing that gushes forth from my heart so long as that desire isn't bad i feel i can't possibly give it up the superior has taught me religion is the determination in a man to preserve unto the grave those hopes 
which mortals may entertain and to bring them to perfection in the land beyond the tomb that poor little girl she's fallen to the bottom of a pit and is struggling there in the slime she's given herself up for dead now the rope of her salvation comes down to her if she seizes it she's saved but she's so surrendered herself to unhappiness that she refuses it at first how i've worked to arouse in her the desire to be saved at last she's grasped the rope she's been pulled up to the bright brink of the land now happiness and hope are before her eyes now suddenly to cut the rope asunder oh could i do such a cruel thing could such a thing be pleasing to the heart of buddha it's unthinkable i can't do it feverishly i want to live with her always forever second priest don't you care what becomes of the temple don't you care what becomes of the law third priest or though the young disciples stumble yuien ah when it comes to that i don't know writhes second priest you must choose between the two is it love or is it the law yuien that's chaotic it's positively irrational it's unreasonable to say that one can't abide by the law except he cast away love unless one have both third priest what impertinence second priest do you think to serve both the harlot and buddha i've heard enough for shame first priest quietly you mustn't be so violent calm yourselves yuien dono you must be distressed but this pain's temporary as the days go by it'll become milder before you realize it man's heart's not so narrow as to be inflamed by but a single object the butterfly doesn't light upon just one violet now you feel that this matter is important above all things that's natural but to the eyes of us old men it's no more than the same old story of any taro finding out his ohana yuien angered i'd be ashamed to think such a thing first priest you'd better not get excited like that as an old man speaking to a young man like you i well i only said that it was that sort of thing there's no use arguing with you further there's nothing for us to do but carry out our intention but i ask you just once more do you positively refuse to give up that harlot yuien positively first priest then it can't be helped to the other two since it's useless to talk further let's go gets up the other two get up the three make to go yuien grasping the robe of the first priest what will you do first priest i can't stay in the same temple with you i'll ask the superior to decide which of us must go yuien that's too much just wait a minute first priest i've said all i had to say pulls his robe away there's nothing else to do the three priests go off yuien looks after them vacantly and sighs what shall i do i didn't think love was such a painful thing this anxiety is practically without end and i feel heavy in spirit as if my soul were under a burden pauses but the profound joy that wells up out of the midst of that anxiety that quivering tear engendering death inviting gladness madly kaede-san 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 looks about him as if startled by his own voice becomes thoughtful but can it be that i'm mistaken may i not be in the grip of some invisible power looks at the altar the flickering flame of that candle seems to be whispering something to my heart that compassionate face probably sees my misery and wretchedness i know nothing 
whether I'm doing right or wrong, what may become of me, and to think how strictly I've judged others heretofore, without so much as knowing how weak and miserable I was myself. Though a moment ago I spoke so positively, I somehow feel like a man whose every act's unforgivable. Oh, compassionate Buddha, folding his hands in supplication, forgive me, I beseech thee. Curtain End of Act 5, Scene 1 Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine